Yes, this is EM Case's Best Case Ever mini-podcast series, and I'm your host, Dr. Anton Hellman. In anticipation of our episode on knee emergencies, we've got with us Dr. Aaron Seal, the brains behind the amazing Casted course, orthopedic emergency guru, and he actually was on the very, very first podcast that we ever did back in March 2010. It's been way too long. Welcome back onto EM Cases, Dr. CL, and let's hear your best case ever. Okay, well, uh, my best case ever may, may sort of qualify as one of my worst cases ever, but I think I learned a lot from the experience, and uh, it goes to some of the pearls that the, the surgeons have taught me. So the story is it's a, a gentleman who is 65 years of age, Walking, slippery outside, he slipped, he kind of turned his leg in a little bit, his right leg in, he had pain on the inside of his knee. He presented the emergency department, was seen by one of our excellent eMERGE docs. Uh, X-rays of the knee were taken, which showed some mild OA, and he was diagnosed as a medial meniscal tear, query MCL, and advised to follow up in the minor fracture clinic. And this was in the first month or so of running the minor fracture clinic. And I saw the patient in follow-up. He came to me day eight after injury, and he walks in with a walker. And I said, uh, sir, do you use a walker? And he's like, no, I don't use a walker. I'm like, oh, okay. So tell me what happened to you. And he described the story. Uh, I said, how's your pain since your eMERGE visit? He said, oh, it's the same. I said, where? Just inside of my knee. I said, okay, any better? Nope. Any worse? Nope. Any pain in your back? Any pain in your hip? None at all. And he... Past medical history, meds, allergies, nothing. Perfectly healthy guy working, but he just was using a walker because it made him feel more comfortable. We sat him down, examined his knee. There was no real swelling to note. There was no discomfort, no pain. His ligaments were stable. I brought his leg up onto the bed. I laid him down. I said, okay, can you lift your leg up in the air? I thought maybe he had a quads rupture or patellar tendon rupture that may have caused his symptoms. And he could do it. And as he lifted his leg up, he's like, oh, you know, uh, I've got a little a little pain. I said, where? He goes to the inside of my knee. I'm like, oh, okay. But he could he could straight leg raise pretty easily. I'm like, okay, fine. I said, hmm. I looked at his x-rays, didn't see much. I thought, okay, but well, maybe I'll take another set. Maybe it would be smarter in 20 minutes. So I sent him off for x-ray. I looked at his repeat x-rays and I said, you know, uh, I don't see anything on your x-ray. You've got knee pain, but I, I can't find your pain. I don't know why you've got it. I said, this is a clinic we just started, just for the, the orthopedic surgeons to offload them. So why don't, why don't, I don't know why you've got the pain. Why don't you come back and see the surgeon who's on call? So I referred him to the surgeon who's on call, and his clinic was actually uh, a week that day in the morning. So it was actually uh, the following Tuesday. So I sent him off. Didn't think anything of it. And when I went into clinic the next Tuesday, uh, looking forward to the new fracture clinic, the staff said to me, hey, Aaron, what? Remember that guy you saw last week? And I'm the like, dreaded uh, remember that guy you saw right, last yeah. week. Right, yeah. It doesn't usually end with, he left you keys to a new car. Wow. <laughs> yeah. that was, oh, thank you, sir. Well, he says, he came back and he saw the surgeon. And I said, right. And he goes, and he had a, he had a fractured hip. And he had a fractured hip and I completely missed that he had a hip fracture. And, and this patient's leg, when he came back, he was short and externally rotated. And the orthopedic surgeon, who was the chief of orthopedics at the time, wonderful surgeon, wonderful doc, he's the one who asked me to run the minor fracture clinic. He says to me, uh, just so you know, if you ever see a, a rotational abnormality of the leg, that's not usually coming from the knee. And I went, oh, okay, I, I, yeah, I'll keep that in mind. But when I saw him the week before, he didn't have a rotational abnormality, Anton. His, his leg was actually out straight. And what happened was he had a displaced subcapital fracture now. And when I saw him, what he had was an undisplaced subcapital fracture. And if I picked up that he had an undisplaced subcapital fracture, he gets surgery and he keeps, he keeps his native femoral head. 
the one that he was born with. But when it displaces, he's at risk of avascular necrosis, so now he gets a hip replacement. So he gets a hemiarthroplasty. So he's getting an operation anyways, but he's going to have a more significant operation. Uh, and maybe 10, 15 years down the road, he wears out that hip. And now he gets a new one. And that revision, he probably wouldn't have needed if it wasn't for what I missed. So it was an awful feeling uh, to, to carry this on a little bit further. I actually went up to apologize to him. It made me feel a little bit better. And as soon as I heard what happened, I had an awful clinic, which I never do. I love my clinical work. I went up to apologize to him and, and he made me feel a lot better. He actually said, oh, it's not your fault. It's my fault. I said, why? He goes, I never told you I had hip pain. I said, did you have hip pain? He said, no, but I should have told you. I'm like, yeah, you should have told me. <laughs> and he was reading his religious book. and He said, you know, maybe it's God's will. And he wanted me to have the operation this week, you know. And if something happened last week, something would have happened with the anesthetic. I'm like, oh, that's great. Yeah, God's good. God's good. That's fantastic. <laughs> so I'm feeling a little better. And he says, you know, my niece, she's a fourth-year medical student. She couldn't figure it out. Well, if she couldn't figure it out, how could I figure it out? So I, I felt way better on the ride down the elevator, but I still felt miserable. It's an awful feeling. You feel like you're a lousy doctor uh, when you miss anything. And this is the goal, though, that I, when I talk about my experience with the orthopedic surgeons and all the pearls they've taught me, the surgeon who subsequently operated on the patient uh, was a different orthopedic surgeon. So he was now the one who was on call. And when I saw him next, I told him how terrible I felt about missing it. And he said, you know, I read your note because I dictated the note uh, in, in the chart. He goes, I read your note and you asked about no hip pain, no knee pain. He goes, but did you examine his hip? I said, no. You know, when he said no to hip pain, I figured that was it. Like I at least I asked about it. He said, right. He goes, that's the reason we do a physical exam. A physical exam is done to confirm what we suspect on history. And if you hear a 65-year-old twists and has medial knee pain, there's a really high probability he's going to have a medial meniscal tear. But attached to that medial meniscal tear will be pain on the medial joint line. And if you can't reproduce the pain, that's a red flag for referred pain from a more proximal source. So we should always examine the joint above and below, he says, as a good habit. But especially when on physical exam, you cannot reproduce the pain, that's a huge red flag. And what that's taught me is every single time now in the fracture clinic, I'll see 40, 50 people a week in the clinic. And every time when I see somebody, my focus on physical exam is to focus on the point of maximal tenderness. Where does it hurt the most? And if I can't reproduce the pain and they're still having some, I have to worry that it's coming from some other source. It's a great teaching point. I've picked up elbow injuries that presented with wrist pain, knee pain that was coming from the hip. Uh, but you just have to think that if you can't reproduce the pain, and that's why we do a physical exam. So it was a worst case, but we, we all learned from our mistakes, I think. And it just goes to all the, the, the amazing pearls that the orthopedic surgeons over the years have taught me. Uh, and that one sticks with me. And now when I go to eMERGE, and I still do eMERGE work, when I see patients in the emergency department, my focus on physical exam or MSK injuries is what's your point of maximal tenderness? Where does it hurt the most? A, it forces me to be specific. B, if I can't find the pain, I got to look for a more proximal source. And it's not just point of tenderness, it's maximal tenderness because there may be a second point. And then when we look at the x-ray, we look at the second injury as well. But if we just focus on the point of tenderness and not maximal tenderness, we often will miss that second injury. So it's, it's a great pearl that the, I think the orthopedic surgeons have taught me and I've kept in mind. And uh, uh, I think it'll, it'll, save, it'll serve me well throughout my career. I just love the simplicity of that. Examine above and below the joint and find the point of maximal tenderness. 
you know it's what we all learned in medical school, but for whatever reason, it's near the end of your shift, or we're rushing too much, or there's some cognitive bias, we often don't do a good exam. Simple take-home point. Now, we'll be talking about referred pain from the knee, as well as a whole slew of other occult knee injuries in our upcoming episode. So tune in for that main episode for a full discussion on occult knee injury pearls and pitfalls with Dr. Cial and Dr. Hussein Median. They're going to answer questions like, when should we suspect a spontaneously reduced knee dislocation? Do all patients suspected of a spontaneous knee dislocation require a CT angiogram to rule out a vascular injury? Which patients with a low energy mechanism are at risk for knee dislocation and vascular complications? How can you increase the accuracy of an active straight leg raise in assessing for quadriceps and patella tendon rupture? What's an easy way to identify patella baja and patella alta on an x-ray? What are the indications for ultrasound of the knee? What are the true indications for a knee immobilizer? And how can knee immobilizers kill our patients? Now, the other interesting aspect of this case was the apologizing to the patient part. In many of the EDs we work in, the culture is such that we're not eager to admit our mistakes. And apologizing to patients can be tricky. It isn't always advised, but the Canadian Medical Protective Association does suggest that following unexpected harm, quote, communicate to the patient the facts to the extent they are known in a gentle, non-rushed manner as soon as is reasonable to do so. Discuss the options for dealing with the medical condition as it now exists. Express your feelings of concern, empathy, and regret as appropriate. And if, after an appropriate analysis, it's clear the outcome is indisputable due to deficient care, the responsible health professional may apologize and acknowledge responsibility. Now, they go on to say that, quote, the failure to be empathetic and apologize is a leading driver of complaints and legal actions. Now, this is a complex and important issue, so we'll have some links on the website on this Best Case Ever post with more details for you. Before you go, the same day that this Best Case Ever was released, we also released our new series of screencast educational videos that I'm so psyched about. It's called Rapid Reviews with Dr. Patrick Gilbride, Dr. Taryn Lloyd, and Dr. Michelle Yee. Now, these series of six-minute videos are concise reviews of the key take-home points from one of our main episodes. The idea is that after you've listened to the podcast, maybe when you see a patient with that particular condition and you want to refresh your memory, or even if you're just studying for exams, take six minutes to watch a beautifully produced video. Ultimately, these videos are designed so that you can ace your exams and take stellar care of your patients. So check out our first release at emergencymedicinecases.com slash rapid-reviews-videos. So until next time, take it easy. Music